Yeah, she was. She was. She was, she was. She was pretty hot back in the day. She had that London look. She had that London. Yeah. She had that London look before like people even knew what that was. Yeah. yeah. Can imagine hanging out with Sid uh, Barrett. Tick and acid. Austin Power shows That's up. Dope, you know what I'm uh, watching that I'm kind of am embarrassed about, but I'm like kind of getting into it. I'm on season four of Sons of Anarchy. Oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've never, never watched that show. I rewatched it. Recently. I rewatched it recently. It's, it's oh really? Show. Okay, it's a bad show. Like man, like it is insane. Like the uh, like I'm not gonna say the first season is like amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's like. Okay, this is like one of those FX shows where there's like probably too much violence and they love to say racial slurs because they're like pushing the edge on basic cable. But then like halfway through the second season, it takes such a big dip and it never recovers. Well, it is rough. That's actually a show that's a lot easier to autopsy for like why it went super bad. It's just because like Kurt, Kurt Sutter just didn't want to fire his friends who he like became friends with on the show. So he's like, oh, really? Like main characters and stuff, and everybody's like anguished and shit. Right. Let us never yeah. let us never become Kurt Sutter's on Good Morning Comrade. Yeah. All I know, yeah. all I know about that show is it has Katie Seagal in it, and that's another yeah. that's another hot one. Oh, yeah. oh god. But the problem though is that Katie Seagal is married to the yeah. creator, Kurt that's, Sutter. Oh, really? And what that oh, and what that. that means is a lot of the writing really indulges her to yeah. points where maybe it's, she's not the best actress for some of these parts well, like later oh, also it's a rob the, zombie sherry moon yeah, zombie lots of really bad covers sung yeah. by her yeah, yeah. really really Ooh. poorly it's like uh, also like weird like awful like honestly like to me, maybe it's because it takes place in like a world a lot more similar to where I live than yeah. Game of Thrones. But the rape in that is horrible. Mm, yeah, like and they use it as like a plot content point. warning on that show, and they yeah. use it all the time. But it's, it's like it's, main uh, characters just constantly with sad actual violence. Yikes. But it becomes awful. like absolute like baby town frolics when like uh, there's a whole episode called Green Sleeves and it's like well why is it called that and it's like well there's a, a pimp called Green Sleeves and it's like well why is it called that and it's like yeah. oh yeah Katie Seagal does a cover of Green Sleeves at the end <laughs> what is baby town frolics just like stupid bullshit yeah, it's so, a bad show but I, I kind of I'm love stealing it that. I'm so I'm currently oh, well, reading I, well I stole it from Archer like a so. romance series so oh, that sounds good. I definitely understand what you're all saying. So it's called No Prisoners. I'm on the third book. It's about Acer. He's oh. a kid who just so owns his family and joins a motorcycle club. Hell yeah. yeah. That's kind of like me. Really he's a son of anarchy himself. He's his own son of anarchy. Yeah. He's striking it out yeah. on his own. So just, Is it really about exciting. him finding his old lady? Um, oh, God. It's about him rediscovering his old lady. <laughs> oh, one night stand six years ago yeah, just... and then she's in trouble and so she comes to him for help and he just can't resist all right oh, we do have to get started it. real soon but uh, i do want to circle back started i, I, I do want to circle back to katie seagal really fast how she didn't get typecast as like peggy bundy like how she didn't get typecast oh, and how she we were talking about Katie Seagal, how she didn't just like how she was able to find other work where she wasn't just doing uh, Peggy Bundy is actually kind of shocking to me because that was like like, such a like singular character. 
I mean, that's pretty I, simple. She went on a, a cartoon where she was just doing a voice, and then she married a guy who was making the shield and got in his next show. Exactly. Here, here's what I don't understand about. Here's what I don't understand about like the Peggy Bundy character and Married with Children. Eva's like and good for her, by the way. Somebody who like even as a child who watched that and I hadn't gone through puberty. I didn't understand like why Al did not want to have sex with Katie. I mean, with uh, Katie Seagal, mm-hmm. like why he should have been like, you should have switched that out. She should have been like married to Marcy Darcy or something like that. I mean, that's the yeah. joke. But this joke, yeah. you know, the joke is like, they're both height. Like they both peaked in high school. But the thing is that like freaking Peg, was it Peg Bundy? Yeah. She's Peggy. so hot. Like, I don't know. from, I come from uh, people who thought that that show was for the disgusting poor. So yeah. I never actually watched it. So oh, it is. That, that, that's the kind of show that uh, that that are in the books that uh, Thomas Frank writes. It's a really I mean, honestly, like as long as you're looking at it, it's like a really good show. As long as you're looking at it, like through the same lens of Kirby enthusiasm, mm-hmm. as long as you have no. Uh, empathy for the main character like mm-hmm. al is a piece of shit and that's how you're that's mm-hmm. how you're like righteously supposed to watch it and then you can like laugh like you're like this motherfucker reads a uh, a nudie mag called biggins and has <laughs> a like misogynist freaking hangout club for middle-aged losers called no ma'am and that wasn't even until the late seasons either that was, they, a, that was so awesome <laughs> there was a, uh, actually a pretty good retrospective that just came out on that that I watched all of uh, by some guy. I think his name's like Jose, like on YouTube. Uh, he did like the entire series, like just all of Married with Children and talked about the entire thing, like season by season. Wasn't it on for like 13 years? It was a, it was yeah, it was on a very long time. And he also kind of like yeah. got into the controversies, like when that uh, parent, like that one mom from like somewhere in like Minnesota and sorry if it's not Minnesota, maybe it was somewhere else, but like, like tried to like call, you know, call the manager. She was a Karen from the eighties who tried to call the manager on, uh, on, uh, married with children, like the, I mean, the staff. And they, they just basically like why? gave her a totally cold children and actually helped that, it helped them so much. Like, like please cancel is... us so that we can get popular. <laughs> the funny yeah. thing about that is that like those people were wrong headed and shit, but like, pretty much like the idea that we should just say what everyone all the time is very bad <laughs> and like the same thing that's something we shouldn't have all backed as a culture like it's the exact same uh, yeah. well, i just i yeah. just exact think same it dynamic like exists it, it was a guy who like totally he just accrued like so much karmic debt and mm-hmm. he would just like keep going in the karmic hole like all day long and couldn't figure out why his life was such shit hey. he couldn't figure out that he was like in his own hell it's hey. like working at a shoe store having to put like shoes on fat women that okay. he hated. that was like the thing he hated the most in life and he had to do it let's just start talking about this on the show because i can go all day yeah seriously why are we not recording I don't well know. we're recording i just haven't brought us oh. in yet good morning comrades right. it's a thursday show long lead in this time uh good morning comrade.com we got a very special guest ben yudishin from unpopular front Coming in live via satellite from Seattle, Washington. What's going on? Is it still a, uh, a autonomous zone up there? <laughs> no, the autonomous zone was actually crushed up very easily and very quickly. But uh, we're dealing with another catastrophe. Um, I'm seeing ash falling outside of my apartment window yeah, right it's, now it's raining that's fire healing itself so it's <laughs> you know honestly it's the cleansing that's what it is it's fine 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was going to go like, camping this weekend. No. I mean, Earth You've been is camping here, like, a lot. I like going camping. That's I good. like the outdoors. I live in a beautiful, beautiful part of the world, and my apartment is like 500 square feet. Yeah, like, they have so many beautiful trees up there. Like the Pacific Northwest back, is yeah. super nice. He doesn't live in a human yeah. place that's full of mosquitoes. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. bugs are that's big. Why up. I, I left a human place. So yeah. Full of my, He's, yeah. To go up here, but. The yeah, bugs are big I, uh, up in the mountains, though. They got some big ass bugs up in the mountains. They got big bugs. <laughs> yeah. No, but but yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm sort of uh, north of where the uh, west coast is on fire. It looks like um, a Arrakis, dare I say? Uh, oh, you know, you know this, uh, Robert. I have to say, I uh, might even be a bigger Dune fan than you. But. No, you, you, no, you totally are. Talk. We could. Uh, we're going to talk on the show. Like this, vir- yeah. this viral marketing campaign is getting out of hand. Though. It really is Sorry. getting stupid. Like, yeah. okay, here, here's my thing about Dune. Like, Dune yes. and Aaron has said, like, oh, that's just uh, what? What was it? It's just um, Harry Potter for. For shitheads or something? Yeah. What? So it's Harry Potter. Yeah. But that's fine. That's fine. Good the thing quote, about Aaron. these Good these quote. movies, Good. these Good movies burn. though, they're like Hollywood's like great white whale, aren't they? Mm-hmm. They're like they're like the thing that Hollywood wants to own. Like they want it so bad, and they just and can't because it's impossible. They're so thirsty. I'm still worried that they're not really going to be able to. I, I have to. Oh, say the that trailer like, it looks it looks terrible. I you know like I I still watch it because I just like love the like fan service stuff like well, I'm, gonna I'm watch I, it. that is amazing. I'm like the first person to shit on like fan culture and like how it just like feeds into sort of like capitalist accumulation and forming like contrived identities because we're all atomized like and we don't have any connection to the real world. But when I saw that trailer, I, I popped my fist and I watched it three times. <laughs> like, I just couldn't help myself. And, like, I don't know. I It might just be because of, like, when I read it and I, I was, like, smoking a lot of marijuana. Like, right. way more than I, like, I'm, I don't smoke pot right now. That's the thing you and do like, when you read, watch Doom. I mean, it just was, like, it. holy moly. And um, it's a good, it's, like... There's a lot of problems with it, but it's like an interesting world and it's not Harry Potter. It's more like Jesus slash Muhammad kind of shit. I'm with I'm I'm with Aaron on this because the thing that I've never finished the book, it's one of my favorite movies and it's also one of my favorite bad movies. Like I understand. Yeah, I understand how dumb it is, but I still love it because the world building is so good. I mean, one of the things I like to do is just like skim lore. I'll never read the like actual yeah. stuff about and like great yes. series for that. And it actually like it's like I read the stuff and it feels like my brain's like turning in on itself. Like like yeah. one guy like, just one guy like becomes one of the big worms and then they're like, yeah. oh. Yes. <laughs> you've you've tasted of the you've tasted of the water lives. of life, Scott. No yeah. man was supposed to drink that. You've well, gone too deep. I promise I won't because I don't want to turn into a big worm. Like every well, nine I, months or so, Robert is like, "We're gonna watch Dune," and I'm just like, "We're not fucking watching Dune." I'm, <laughs> Robert, why are you ruining Dune by showing the movie? Still cannot tell you a thing about Dune, except well, that there's like a what's, lot of orbs. What's the difference I mean, between the the Dune sandworms and the Beetlejuice sandworms? I just gotta know. <laughs> well, one isn't like know. one isn't colored like a black and white barber pole, but yeah. I won't tell you what. And and one creates a drug that gets you so high you see the future. 
And you can okay. fly spaceships. Damn. Yeah. Or be rich. I'm listening. Is the I am listening. It's a lot of drugs. But don't, but don't do too much, or you'll turn to like a big brain, and they put you yeah. in, the, in the robot and make you drive yeah. the robot. So that's it's what happened with that cool, guy. Though. I don't that's care. What, that's what happened with the sperm guy. If he you like, read the book, spice. Robert, maybe if you shit. did the reading, yeah. maybe you would understand. Just and maybe you wouldn't. Maybe you would realize that that movie is not a very good representation of frank herbert's vision it's just that giant sperm that says i i was not here if if you had only i go aaron look at this guy look at this if you had only done your homework only you did your homework that's a funny story though i was an ap classes kid all right funny story i did my work i had honors i tell you how i was busted on a book report i had um i had honors english i had um i had ap freaking english and shit and um, so we had to do, right, read a As book or whatever. And I read the fucking, um, I read, I mean, I watched the the movie, obviously, and tried to write a report on that. And I don't know Hell why yeah. my my teacher is such like, he was such like a, like, you could tell he was such like a hippie fucker. I don't know why I ever thought that I'd get away with this. He was and a he hippie goes, fucker or did he fuck he, hippies? He, he, probably both. And he just goes, you didn't read that book. You only watch the movie. Uh, <laughs> and he just wrote, I'm giving you a C because it was still good about Damn. the movie. Well, you got to see. He goes, great. there's no way. And he just writes on my paper. He goes, there's no way you could have read this in the time and, and understood it and wrote a report in the time that I like assigned this. It was, he just like, and drew like a smiley face. Speaking of high school AP English classes, I read a few books for book reports that in retrospect, I feel like were really weird for a 14 year old to read. Like I did one of, what? Ender's Game. Ender's That's Game, fashion. oh. What the That's fuck? Fashy as shit. All right, so, oh, so man. Hold on, I read let's... that whole series one uh, summer because I was let's, a fucking nerd. Let's set the table on Ender's Game because why is Ender's, so what is the deal with Ender's Game one? Okay. And then this what is the, is the deal I... with Orson Scott Card two? Oh. I'm actually, you actually are kind of in my wheelhouse again because uh, this was a big issue in the comics community. Because, oh, yeah. Uh, he wrote some Iron Man comics. Oh, one of the worst ones. But uh, like uh, the first end of the game is basically like, well, what if we made kids, like tiny baby kids that are playing like sports, like do all our military decisions because they are too dumb enough to figure out our trick? And like, like I guess they're like detached enough to like, Try to figure out this stuff. It's like Lord of the Flies on super steroids. Children. So these are adults that are tiny, or these are like actual children. No, they're children, like teens, and they're like, they're like, hey, we'll play all these war games in the school, and they're like, well, this kid's best at war games, so let's see if he can beat the high score. And they're like, he's like, hey, I beat the high score, and he's like, well, spoiler alert, you just genocided a whole fucking race. Gamify war. You did Z. No side because you just gamed too hard. Yeah, yeah. Game, literally well, when you gamify war, when, when they when I when, so like as a teacher, I'm sort of like thinking like they want me to gamify my classroom and all these other things. And like, wait a minute, hold a second. It's kind of prescient though, right? Like with yeah. the drone drone wars, and also with like how we just gamify everything. Yeah, it's true. Know? Like so, like you know, we've gamified social interactions. We've gamified. You know, all that that's basically just what social media is, right? Yeah. And now they just find a way to trick kids. I don't know. Like, it's it, obviously Orsa Scott Card, 
He's yeah, bad, what's the deal with him? What's the deal with him? He's like a conservative Mormon. Like, mm-hmm. fuck off, dude. Oh, yeah, Sorry. He like, he, like, gives money to, like, all the worst people and stuff. Like, Yeah, like, awful. Like, like, his pro- the proceeds from his book, like, generally, like, straight up go to, like, oppressing people and shit. Yeah. I do like the first two Ender's Game books. There is a, the uh, one with the pigs, with, like, the pig tree creatures. Pretty good. There is a, a pretty good uh, story. I'll try to find the link for it that uh, a media person called Jay edited and wrote about it years back. And it's kind of like, oh, how I came to terms with like their sexuality and stuff while also realizing like one of their favorite authors is just a terrible, terrible person. <laughs> and I think yeah, they even might have sure. corresponded a little bit with them. Huh? I've actually been watching, um, oh, not watching. I've actually been reading uh, Starship Troopers again. And i i love that movie like that movie's its own thing it's like nothing like that paul verhoeven is a Um, king yeah he's the best ever but that book is like the book is the book is kind of fashy Mm -hmm. but i'm surprised at how much like i agree with with the book that's the idea though isn't it that's the idea of it over here (laughs) well it's just that like the ideas in that book of like uh, Professor Ratchek or whatever, he's like everything is violence. Like there's nothing that's peaceful. Everything gets solved by violence. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, yeah, that's true. Like even, even you know, go back to your situation, Ben. Like the whole West Coast is on fire, and Obama puts out a fucking tweet that's like, everything's on fire. Y'all need to go vote. Yeah, I'm open like, up the I'm fire gonna... hose of votes. <laughs> yeah, of votes. That's not gonna do anything. That's not gonna do shit. Like vote for what? Biden. Biden's not for the Green New Deal, but. It got me thinking about like why I'm talking about this, like the idea of voting, like voting is violence. Like you're like, well, how is it violence? Well, it's a group of people enacting their will against a smaller group of people. Like every, like everything is violence. That's, that's the one thing I agree with in that book. And then the other thing is like, I would like to see more, I would like to see more of a, a, a kind of a citizen. Like it takes, like you're not necessarily born a citizen like you actually have to do public works before you get that, like get like the full rights of citizenship. And I know that's like, mm. whoa, that sounds crazy. But like, I'm talking about public works, not like the the military, like anybody would be able to, you know, you do like volunteer work, you do like a little bit of time I think here, that a little there's bit of time there. There's things you that like, like you, your society can expect of you. However, I don't know if it would be like a prerequisite to being an equal citizen. I don't know about that. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like an idea of like who has investment. Like in my in my utopia of this, like honestly, like a lot of the first thing that pops in my mind is like I was Aaron and I were both in AmeriCorps. Like it wouldn't be like near damn slavery. Like people would get paid living wages to like you know dig ditches and repair roads and build houses and teach children and shit. But um, but just the idea that like people have buy in is like. It's yeah, like I yeah. get that. It's like a big deal. Yeah, on a conceptual level. I guess I wonder like how how you do that and have it work without also then having like having to have like a more just system in general, right? Like that's like part of a broader thing like what you're saying, right? Yeah. It's not yeah. it's 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 not like Pete uh, Buttigieg who basically said like everyone like should be required to I don't know go do a teach for America thing and break a tea. You know? No, Sorry, absolutely not. I mean, that is like a real like thing that I wonder about, like, like how just like, you know, like how the labor market is just so terrible right now for so many people and how there are so many things we could be doing 
something similar to like the WPA program. Yeah, that's not like and like a yeah, that's not thing. that's not fascism, yeah. you know. Yeah, every time you talk about this, Robert, like I'm just reminded of when we went to go get drinks with those like super. Oh yeah. Tank, no, the tankies. Yeah, the north, the north, north. Yeah, like the yeah. North. North. a whole different thing. Lay it and out, lay it out. Like, what happened like, here? An actual straight face conversation where they were telling me like how re-education camps would like fit in to this yeah. framework. And I was like, uh, okay, cool. <laughs> so I'm like considered left, but I think you would probably consider me a centrist. So we're, yeah. No, that ain't left. That ain't yeah. left. That, that shit is like that. That is like that is closer to fascism than any kind of vision of socialism that I have. Those people are. I got very drunk. Yeah, those people are why using left and right sometimes is not always the most helpful way of understanding someone's view of society. Yeah, of course they, you need you need to have Marxism, but <laughs> yeah, we're gonna like. I don't know, like make you worship a family god. Yeah, like that's basically what Jew is. This like, is why instead of a instead of a line, you need to have a grid with four corners, and each one is a different I color. I think you need at least a three dimensional grid. <laughs> but I mean, could we could we say ask somebody what their feelings about reeducation camps are, and then like make a judgment that way? Well, if, if they get it wrong, we could reeducate them. Perfect. Fan, <laughs> fan of camps, fan of education. Never the twain shall meet. Sorry. I mean, you were just talking just a minute ago, Ben, about how much you were enjoying camping. So I don't know. Hypocrite oh, much? Oh, right. Yeah, fair enough. And you fair like social right. justice. Don't see a problem. I know. Right. I, I, you know, I never really thought of how I could meld these together. I was thinking more like we take like kids and teach them how to. I, I'm thinking Boy Scouts, but not homophobic. But yeah. fair enough, actually. Fair enough. You got to work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Right? Re education re re camping weekends. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, God. Yeah. Is this no, why I, yeah. everybody hates leftist podcasters? Because we've like literally just, we spent like a significant portion of time talking about how Robert wants to fuck Peg Bundy. And uh, absolutely. Like a lot of time about Dune. That should lead the show. Excuse me. Those Dune two things should lead the show. Big I mean. franchise. We're in on the ground floor. It's the next Get Marvel. These tickets now. It's the next Marvel movie. Let me explain to you all the metaphors so you can sound smart in seven years when the when fifth the movie comes. When is going to be mean to me online now? Yeah. Who? Say who are these people talking about? Who? Oh yeah, Gwen Snyder. <laughs> yeah. Dune, Dune is the. Somebody's got to like lay this out. What's going on here, Ben? She's not a celebrity, dude. Who, who's who's Gwen Snyder and what is she doing? She's the fast to the chop of the fast pipeline person who was like trying to get Brace from Truanon fired or whatever. Like, <laughs> it's like my she's favorite. The lady Every who, time she's trending, I'm like, yes. I know. It's just, it's just like she's like she's like the person who thinks that anti-fascist politics, which is good, means finding anyone who you don't like and saying that they're a fascist, which is bad. Oh, like Naomi, Le, like Naomi LeChance. Oh, yeah. way more oh, unhinged follow. though. Love. Yeah. Uh, no, and she also has these like she ha she'll have like, and I'm not even kidding, like 34 like thread tweets. Mm. And I'm like, how are you working? Like, this is a lot of things. And then also, yeah. she has like 5,000 followers and gets like 11 likes. Which, like, 
to like all her followers are hate followers. Hate follow or bots. Yeah. Tiny's got opinions. The dog is here to protect you, Aaron. No, the uh, deal with Gwen uh, Snyder is is that she, um, I mean, honestly, I don't think Gwen Snyder is actually like particularly unique. She's just like the more ridiculous version. You know, she's in some ways she's kind of like the left Twitter version of that Jessica Krug lady where Jessica Krug obviously is just insane and like way overdoes the like making up her her background to an extent to where she like acts like she's an Afro Latina Mm -hmm. where like she's like like me and Jessica Krug have the same background. We're Jews from places where not a lot of Jews are are from. It's not a big deal, you know. Um, but I think Gwen Snyder, you know, but the thing is about someone like Jessica Krug is that we all in some way, especially in places where your biography is used to like create a sense of like value, we massage it a little bit, right? We sort of create a sense of something that makes it sound more romantic. It sounds like she's just like the extreme version. It sounds like what Jewish people have been doing the entire history of Jewish people, which is surviving. Yeah, right. But no, hers okay, is the opposite, though. Let's uh-huh. be real. My parents, we are solidly for 10%, I'll say. Um, yeah. I will tell anybody about how my great-grandmother was in the IRA. Like, Yeah, no, no, yeah. totally, totally. Like, we have I, struggle I, in my blood, okay? I I bring up all the time. And like this is a thing that like like I'm just gonna be honest. It was it's not it wasn't definitional in my childhood at all. But like I bring up all the time how my like great great uncles were all in the Jewish mafia, and my grandma knew Jack Ruby. But it, it was not a thing That's that badass. I knew until like I was in my 30s. You know, like I don't. You know, it's it, it it doesn't define me as a person, you know? So that's kind of how Jessica Krug is like the ridiculous version of that. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of think someone like Gwen Snyder is like the ridiculous version of the thing that a lot of us do online. And I'm guilty of it. And I'm sure we all have in some way where we find someone who's in the circle, who's like on the left or is in your DSA chapter or whatever that you disagree with. And then you do the ritual purification dance. She's just like the ridiculous version of that. So that's my hot take. Sorry. I got no, really I, amped. I, I like that she's CIA. So. That, well, that's, that's, yes. So yours this is, is where you and I, yeah. No, 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 no. no, no I think no, we're, actually, I think. Actually probably more historically grounded. Yeah, you and I are right, Aaron, really on this CIA. one. Let's just, Cointel Pro, like. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No, but I like whatever I'm like super stressed out with like a client interaction. I'm just like, what's Gwen up to? I'm <laughs> like, cool. Decompress a little. Exactly. Oh my God. Totally. Totally. Um, other other one I do that for is Zenny Hardeen. Cannot. Oh my God. Oh, she rules. She's the best. The best. The best poster. She, the thing about Jenny Jardin is that she's basically doing the Jessica Krug thing, but just no one cares. Yeah. Like, oh, she- <laughs> I'm getting so excited. Johnny's getting excited with me. But that's right, because it's not pronounced Jardin, even though that's how it, it's garden in Spanish is pronounced Jardin. Yeah. That's how it's spelled. So yeah. It's Jenny Jardin. Yeah. And I was like, and. Oh, okay, cool. Her real name is Jennifer Hamm. she's like the whitest lady in the world and then she uses her name like she's like an indigenous central american lady 
Like, no, I'm no, sorry. No, no, no. no, she has not claimed Native heritage. She alludes to it. No, 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 no. She has a mentor who is who is full blown Aztec. And he is this like this wonderful, wise artist. And he has mentored her and has bestowed upon her the name of Zenny. Um, oh, that's even worse. That's like yeah. that's like Ernest Could goes not, to camp. I didn't know that part. That's even worse. No, it's it's good. She's also like in her fifties. I mean, like, fine. Yeah, not like, like and not about that a lot. But like feels sadder to me. She talks like, about like whatever band was popular, and she's like, I used to hang out and drink with them. Guar. Yeah. Why do I know all this? Why do I know all this? It seeps into your brain. It's like it's all. This is what happens when I was nannying babies for like three, three years. I had so much time to be on Twitter when they were napping. It just would seep into my brain in just like an insane way. Why do I know that she made up a lie about living with Guar in the 90s? Like, I could like know about like, I don't know, my family. Like, why am I doing this? You could have read books. Yeah, don't worry. I could just, I could know Spanish at this point. Right. Unlike, uh, one of the unlike, kids I'm unlike, unlike, now speaks Spanish. I, sh- I should be able to talk with him in Spanish, but I can't. Yeah, unlike unlike uh, Jennifer Ham, <laughs> you would be able to yeah. speak Spanish. She's also, John Ham's older sister. Know. You know? uh, don't, don't put that evil on John Ham. I know. Yeah. Very handsome. Other the people might know her because she, someone called her out on something and she said, homie, what set you from? Oh, yeah. So she is the originator of that meme. But she also said that, like, Nancy Pelosi is an original gangsta, which implies that she clap, 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 clap. Nancy Pelosi is is from a set. (laughs) I mean, she's from the set of like the Italian mafia in Baltimore, maybe, but that's not really what she's referencing. Um, do y'all want to know like the most embarrassing thing about me? Yes. Um, there is a picture floating around of when I was volunteering at the um, at a youth AIDS gala in college, and I'm wearing a T-shirt that has a giant Ganesh on it. I'm wearing a bindi, and I'm yes arm around Nancy Pelosi. Oh no! Ah! Um, <laughs> You're culturally appropriating. Yes. Nancy oh yeah, Pelosi. it is. It's a lot. <laughs> we didn't have a kente cloth available. Um, no, because the theme was Indian nights. Oh my gosh! It's crazy how we used to just do that shit. Uh, Bono the was time. there. Of course he was. What's his wee shit? So I was in an, um, a community <laughs> service fraternity. Like it's really just a community service club when I was in college, uh, and like half the times so we would just like volunteer as at like like DC society galas, um, and it was always the dumbest thing. That is awesome! Oh my yeah. god. Yeah, that was like the dumbest one, for sure. You were basically Justin Trudeau, but like no one cares, I guess, because you're not the prime minister of a of a yeah. nation. But. Yeah, I'm like my yeah my leftward journey is like really surprising to me every time I yeah because like in high school my favorite show was Jad, and then like that in- yeah. is like doing cultural appropriation with Nancy Pelosi. And now I'm like, I don't actually believe in prisons. So. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I well, the next step is you don't believe in prisons except for, for cultural appropriation. Well, yeah. yeah. No, That's I what mean, my wife thinks. You say, right? Yeah, exactly. Let's take some, um, <laughs> let's, on so let's, let's, let's take a little, little pause here and let's talk a little bit about, cause Ben and I uh, have been talking a little bit about prison abolition 
and sort of like the way that it gets talked about, the way it gets deployed in a political sense, and like what is and is accept what is and what is not acceptable, sort of like to some people when thinking and talking and like like engaging and organizing around political like 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 that political project specifically prison abolition because because ben would define himself as a prison abolitionist himself wouldn't you yeah i uh, would and i think the problem is is why i'm reluctant to say that is just because like like with a lot of things and maybe this outs me it's like a some people would maybe call me a soft suck dem or whatever i don't think i am i'm just believe that we have to take steps to get to where we need to to go. So I've noticed a big trend and maybe it's because of being very online, but then also being very involved in like watching sort of my local, my local politics. And yeah. I'm in Seattle where yeah. there was the Chaz, the whole Capitol Hill autonomous zone. And it attracted a very sort of specific kind of like radical a- approach which in the end, I think, has not led to as much progress as we have had in other cities when it comes to actually lowering police budgets and investing in like actual services that are helpful to build like a sustainable and more egalitarian city. Right. So um, it's a thing that I struggle with, especially because I think I must have a different impression of abolition than some abolitionists do. And it seems like it's like a, a term that means a lot of things to a lot of well, people. Yeah, we were like, talking about this too. Like like nobody, like like a lot of people will call themselves a prison abolitionist and they'll say things like abolish the police or even like defund the police. But like when it comes into, when it comes to the question of what that actually means in a policy set or like in a, in a material way and one, and in how you get there too, other than like the... Well, yeah, other than like, well, some people would just say, well, you just got to smash the state or whatever. And I'm just like, well, okay, how do you do that? that (laughs) How do you do that? Really well in Libya. So, right. Yeah, exactly. RIP to the the hot one. Well, and the the thing that kind of got. Yeah. And the thing that kind of got me going on this with um, Jeff, I, I feel like I've. I've I probably written the same like essay in a private message to him like seven times. It just keeps on coming back in my head. Is it's just around the edit. He, uh, people sort of say defunding is reformist bullshit. But then I'm like, oh, I heard not. about defunding from prison abolitionists. Yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, he, okay, here's my thing on that though, to where people who want to do that just like people want to be like smash the state, like whatever, whatever. And now that we actually have actual physical um action in the street let them let them do that let them talk that talk because i think we need to be in a position to we'd be like if one if some people are going to be like hey we're going to burn all the police stations down then it's then the state will eventually say hopefully say hey maybe we should talk to the people who only want to reallocate funds instead of these people who are like ready to burn it all down but without people who are ready to burn it all down like the people who are just want to reallocate never get listened to you like know, Malcolm I'll, X, Martin Luther King, yeah. uh, freaking uh, Hindu radicals and Mahatma Gandhi. Yeah. Like I, I, I hear that. And I think in principle, you definitely need like a militant wing and maybe a more like 
involved in like electoral politics wing of any movement i just wonder and maybe this is something that's kind of impossible to to test um and maybe it's just my internet paranoia i just wonder if sort of we romanticize certain aspects of the posture of radicalism without sort of organizing movements to have the numbers to make it work because oh, like, yeah i mean we can't just yeah. have it be like it can't it can't be like anarchy within like the radical space like you have to you have to look at like like again not to, sometimes you need robert's rules of order experience with the ira via my no. family uh no but the ira is like a really good example of that you had you had like sons of anarchy has a plot line about the ira sorry go on aaron <laughs> uh, yeah like you had the political wing and you have like the soldiers in the street and it's like both of them were necessary, but they didn't like each other frequently. Right. And they like didn't trust each other frequently. And I think you can see a lot of those dynamics playing out here. Um, but yeah, what are we? Oh, Robert's Rules. Robert's of Rules of the Board. You had the actual Yeah, I, am I not on the top of the stack if we're like Robert's Rulesing it? Okay. Yeah, come on. So I can just talk as much as I want, is what I'm hearing from you, Jeff. I'm not interrupting. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, it's like, like, People hate Jerry Adams, who was like the political head of the IRA. Uh, like really, really hated him because there was like a lot of talk about how he wasn't like he would make he would make um, compromises where people didn't want compromise, and he would, you know, he wasn't like as like like ride or die as as the provosts were. But like ultimately, unless like if we are going to build a new state great like i'm here for that i love i love that idea but if we are trying to if we're like thinking about like okay well we're gonna have a new government but it's still gonna be like the u.s government like you need there needs to be people who work within that that framework um yet i don't really quite like i do understand like the tensions between the two sides but it feels like it, it feels like both sides don't think the other is necessary, and I don't really understand yeah. the attitude. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's true. what needs to be worked that on. That is true. Yeah. And anything else? I wouldn't yeah. dis disagree like I, at all. In my head, I'm like, oh, I'm going to go throw some Molotov cocktails and like slash a few cop car tires. But then I'm like, realistically, no, you're not going to do that. That's really nothing. It feels, to, it feels good to say that you would. Yeah, I was like, no, I'm definitely going to do this. Like, I'm down. I am down for the cause. I'm like 100% down for the cause, but that is like not my most, that's not utilizing my talents. You might be more of a Sinn Féin person than the IRA, yeah, right? I'm 100% more Sinn Féin than <laughs> yeah. IRA. Aren't they, the, aren't they, here. Aren't they like the same? I'm sorry. I'm going to be like, let's speak to the manager of the court. <laughs> like, yeah. Never. Like that's my role. Um, yeah, no, for sure. You're like, the left Karen. down for the cause, you know? You're the Karen of the left. <laughs> No, I am the Karen of the left. As You're I said, I, you said I you think there's a lot of Karens of the left. You said you identify you the as a Karen. Karen the yeah. Oh, do you do you understand how many times I've asked to speak to a police officer's manager when <laughs> it's a lot of times? I'm gonna need to get a badge number. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, thank, thank you very much. I'm gonna need that. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, I have been rewatching uh, Boardwalk Empire to get this back on TV, but uh, <laughs> the real important a, shit. There is a lot of IRA stuff in there because it's about like Irish immigrants and like back in the day they were just like they were like kind of like funding the IRA and then like as things got more crimey they were like, well, we, we just start giving them machine guns. They'll just start giving us liquor and stuff like. <laughs> and then like that you know, was also like a really interesting dynamic too is like the role of U.S. 
born Irish, like first generation Irish people. Um, mm-hmm. Cause they really, they didn't want to see negotiations. They weren't facing the violence on a day to day. Right. Cause they so benefited they from it. We're in this to win this, like we're going full independence or bust. Yeah, the, who actually live in the cities and towns that were getting you know, bombed? Like they were like, "Hey, we could maybe." There's actually a scene that, where that reminds uh, me of like 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 evangelical Christians in Israel too, doesn't it? Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that. That sounds a lot like um like um how American Jews. I can say this. I can say this. I, although you don't need to be Jewish to say this, but like that ex, that is very similar to how a lot of American Jews are more hard right, even if they're supposedly more left wing in an American context when it comes to Israel, because they don't have to recognize the fact that maybe they would be supporting an apartheid state or that maybe that Palestinian person could just be my neighbor or, you know, like when you're distanced from that, you can sort of create a more extreme version of it. Yeah. Me and Jeff were, me and Jeff were getting drunk at a pizza place once. And uh, this guy was talking about being Jewish. And uh, I was like trying to find some common ground with the guy or whatever. And I was like, Oh yeah, my grandma was Jewish. Uh, Blah, blah, blah. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, I can tell. I was like, uh, he was like, uh, oh, your grandma? You're not really Jewish. I'm like, ah. I'm trying to have like a conversation good with old, a pizza place with me. Good old patrilineal lines. Constant gatekeeping in Semitic cultures. I know. It's a, it's a problem. I'm trying to get over. We've been canceling people for thousands of years. <laughs> that's the oh. that's that's old, old the cancel culture. Cancel culture. <laughs> Ramsey's 2. God. Don't even, Ramsey's 2, get off of Twitter, buddy. Yeah, go. exactly, dude. Bad to post, bud. Yeah, bad post. Yeah, Abraham was cringe. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, Sodom and Gomorrah is pretty cringe. Like, like the people living there who are like on the good side is like, oh man, like, like there's really no good team on this one. Like, bad story. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. uh, We should just do an entire like walk through like a, like a reading Trump, Trump versus Biden yeah way, right yeah, like yeah. everyone loses it's just too much degree yeah the, it comes down to like the who's the least cringe well yeah exactly again like I was saying oh god here we go your favorite new quote let's see it read it Jeff We're Biden read Harris it, because sometimes you have to clean the damn toilet <laughs> I don't know what that means <laughs> it means um, I think that's I think that's Jeff being classist and racist because there is a black woman on the team. I'm sorry. I am just yeah, I'm just uplifting sorry. I'm just uplifting the words of a black Marxist scholar. So you, you are. have to excuse me. Calm down, Jeff. Yeah. She's wearing uh she's wearing jeans and Converse. Converse. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Can we talk about the Chuck Taylors thing? Yeah. Because sure. maybe it's just it's just my my milieu. But I just think of Chuck Taylors as like shoes that like like um, scene kids would wear, like emo kids would wear. Oh, like well, Jeff would wear kids. I have Chucks. I like, but like, yeah. I like them because they're shoes you can wear barefoot. You don't need socks for them. You, know? <laughs> like, you wear your, no, they are so uncomfortable barefoot. Well, yeah, that sounds awful. Well, yeah. Jeff, unfashionable and disgusting. <laughs> yeah, just like Kamala Harris. Oh, Her no. criminal <laughs> record, I mean. I don't know. I wouldn't bang her. You know what? You know what? I should just run. I should just run close to uh, Kamala Harris. Just. I I posted one article about how the leader of Black Lives Matter supported Bernie, and then the the quote unquote leader of the K Hive called me a a gouty gentrifying cow. So I don't even know. Whoa. 
I gotta watch. Who are you, who are you following online? Like you got you got K hives. I know, right? Yeah, I got K hives. It was Bianca. Oh no, Bianca. She's an AK. Oh my God! Yeah, her. Oh my God, she's been around. She she predates the K hive. Is yeah. she the queen bee of the K hive? Yeah, she's K hive queen bee, but she's all the way back from Puma time. She owns, and I'm not even kidding about this. She owns the K hive trademark. She sparked wow. it. She 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 enclosed. So, you, you, so technically, she could copyright infringe. She it. enclosed the K hive commons. Uh, we're reviewing the K hive, so this is a fair use. Fair use. Hashtag fair use. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, somebody make a joke. We're exposing so we can, her. Somebody make a joke so we can consider it parody. Are right, the uh, K Hive something about the, that Macaulay Culkin movie where he dies from all the bees stinging him? My girl? My girl. <laughs> K Hive? <laughs> Sorry. Yikes. It's a sad movie. I am traumatized from that movie. No, I, I don't. Macaulay a, he can't yeah. see without his glasses. Yeah. It's like, so oh, yeah. it's like, oh yeah. It's like, oh yeah. I want to see that cool movie from the uh, with the kid from that movie everybody likes. Oh, oh, did he get stung to the guest? Yeah, That's... exactly. <laughs> and then, like, fifteen years later, the girl is on Veep, just cursing all the time. It's kind of, it's kind of um, weird that they like. So good. It's kind yeah. of weird in that movie, like how they were like made sure we remember that he's uh, allergic to uh, bees, but he got stung like a hundred times. Like, I think even like some bodybuilder would like die from that. Like, he's yeah. stung by like a thousand bees. Like, that's pretty bad. That's, yeah. It's not healthy, I will yeah, say. Not at all. I mean, I wouldn't. I did I watch a new Netflix series, um, Unwell, and one of the episodes, it, it goes through, like, new age, like, yeah, things people are doing, you know, like, one thing's about, like, ayahuasca, one thing's about essential oils. It's all, it's very interesting to me, partially because I know a lot of new agey type of people, but. Um, one of them is about people using bee stings as acupuncture. Yeah. What? And it is terrifying. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, and I will tell you that I do own many face creams that have bee venom in them. Yeah, I was going to say I that. I hear it's good. It's That's what really they were saying. It's brightening. It works really well for me. Hey. I have essential oils. I mean, hey, what do y'all think penicillin is, huh? It's fungus. Yeah, it's I don't know, mold. actually. It's fungus. It's I'm yeah. trying to find your interaction with uh, with K-Hive Queen Bee. I can't find it. What happened here? Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, I didn't. It's not like my pin. I'm looking at her timeline now, and she tweets so oh much. So she put, has like put, 500 tweets a day. Okay, so the thing about the... Their, uh, you got to put both their ads in the search bar. The thing about the K-Hive that I don't, like... Like, I don't really get, like... So, like, were they that into Kamala Harris, actually? Or were no. they just sort of using her as, like, an avatar in, like, the most base version of liberal identity yeah. politics possible? Yeah. Yeah, There's, like, a few seemingly very mentally ill people. Like, again, I can't diagnose anybody because they're not my... It's, like, unethical yeah. to diagnose no, You're a profound. So, like, oh. like, some clinical indicators is, like, what yeah. it, all I would say. Um, but then there's a lot of, like, gen ex-white women who like want to be edgy yeah. and are tired of here and they're tired of like it's the women who got mad at the karen discourse it, it's the that. pumas it's the pumas very, very it's from like if you go back to 2008 it's all the fucking pumas that's what it I mean, is you're on that uh, yeah yeah you're on that side of twitter aaron is uh zenny a, a big kamala person 
Yes, she oh, is. Yeah. She is K Hive. It's actually pronounced that Chive. It's pronounced Chive. <laughs> actually, it's um Jewish. It's the Hive. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Thank you for bringing this this beautiful Jewish content to the show. I gotta bring some dumb Yiddish nonsense. I'm sorry. <laughs> I cannot help it. But like, um, like I don't know. Like, are you familiar with the Pumas at all, Scott? You know what that is? No, I thought so, you were talking about the shoes. Yeah. No. How old are you, Scott? I don't know. Scott's twelve. Scott, so like, Scott is on board. Yeah. Scott is only oh, two years younger than me. Okay. Okay. But um, I was a dork who was like obsessed with like politics in like the 1996 um, election. I started and I the Young Democrats at my high school. I mean, so. oh, yeah. people, uh, people do ask cool. me and Jeff who was older, and we've we've come to the point where we start lying to them. Yeah, we do lie. We or we just make yeah. it up and we just try and yeah. confuse people. Um, anyway, the um, so I might have been doing that earlier, by the way, when I said this guy was only two years younger than me. Um, so anyway, yeah. um. The Pumas were from 2008 originally, and they were the people who were like ride or die for Hillary Clinton then against Obama, and it was like Puma. They hated Obama, and it and the Puma was boys. Yeah, yeah. It was essentially the Bernie Brokenard rolled out in 2008, and uh, the Puma stood for Party Unity, my ass. I mean, where is the uh, where is the uh, where's the posting for this happening? Is this all going down on like, that happened in two thousand and eight before Twitter really was a going thing? On live journal or something? <laughs> I bet there's some MySpace page that is just oh my god, it's just filled to the brim with like the most racist shit about Barack Obama <laughs> in favor of Hill- Hillary Clinton. You know, yeah, like or it's like Obama's like a frat bro, man. He's oh, like man. Will look at Ferrell him. in old school. Look at him and his choom. Look at him and his choom gang. You know, like shit like it's that. Choom gang. Yeah, <laughs> my god. It is. It is funny though how like some of that stuff circulated first in the 2008 primary and then it became like a right wing conspiracy exactly which makes me wonder like are we doing that with joe biden probably no. not i don't no. know he, i mean i'm going so easy so obvious i'm just going He's so easy on joe biden like the like like nothing. like the the adolf quote the this one the because you go yeah. to clean the toilet sometime uh it's like I yeah i mean it's just like this dude sucks we get it we're not going to make a fucking big deal about I mean, a lot of leftists are. Um, I think it's probably the minority and uh, whatever. Really get the, uh, this is a thing that I because like I've always like I've never really like thought that voting third party in a presidential prime uh, race means anything. I've done Maybe it. it's because like the Nader stuff and like seeing not so much that he lost the race, but that like there was a lot of energy and a lot of like we have a chance to get 5% and they didn't get 5%. And Nader was (laughs) far and away like the most like of all the people who the green party has ran Nader had significantly more people. The the best person this side of Jesse Ventura. Yeah. Right. So it's just like, I don't know, like (laughs) maybe, but like, I just don't really like, it just seems like they're like, People who uh, who get obsessed with third party presidential politics are just like trying to build a movement backwards to such a degree that right. it just seems childish. Right. Yeah. Reverse engineering it and yeah. and like like like, it, like build Bernie a party locally. There's just no other way if you right. want to build a party. Right. And Bernie was different because he wasn't like <sighs> about building a party necessarily. 
He was about, we're taking this motherfucker over. (laughs) That was like the NWO, if you want to put it in wrestling terms. But that's what a (laughs) Like, that's functionally how it works. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just like, I just see people just getting themselves tied up in knots and like becoming like Jimmy Dore freaks. Sorry if you guys like him, but like, like I used to. I I mean, I used to like him when he just had a comedy show way back in the day. Day in like 2010, maybe. I liked him when he was like, friends with David Feldman, and when he was no longer friends with David Feldman, yeah, I went David yeah, Feldman. That definitely, that, that was a sign for sure. But, I just don't know why but, he feels he has to act like this. Like, why does he have to just act like what? Can you talk about like what just, he does? Just a shithead. Like, why does he have to be so like dead ender? Um, Tulsi person. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I know it's like this is my, my time to shine because I. Love but that streak. He's just like shit. Like he, he, he peddles every fucking shitty conspiracy theory. It's like he's trying to get that right wing money, but from the left. Like by yeah. like, like the, doing the whole Hillary Clinton has Parkinson's bullshit, and it's just like, but dude, this this is clown show. Like, I know and he doesn't to- have the conviction to like just like do something like say like, oh, I agree with the right wingers on this policy. Like, yeah. it's just sort of amorphous bullshit yeah but he will go on to tucker carlson and be like a, a, a completely impotent foil for, for tucker yeah. carlson and just get destroyed jimmy door like is like a, a shitty comedian scott doesn't know who jimmy door is and oh, just God. won't apologize dude, look, for them so, look my brain already runs pretty hot like no, you're on, good, on these issues as is like i don't need to like absolutely feed more poison into it <laughs> Agreed. No, I agree. That you don't know about like bullshit like Puma and you're spared the Brooks Brothers riots and hanging chads and Jimmy <laughs> Dore and you don't have you don't have to sit through it's a fucking inconvenient well, truth. These are like the these are like the uh like in, in like the comics can like in like the comics main stories uh, like the big the big main episodes. These are like the side issues. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why they're stuck in my head forever. <laughs> and like I I can't remember like more than twenty words in them, Spanish, yeah. but or sign yeah. language. I was with babies for like four years and I never learned more than like five baby sign language things. Yeah. But I know who Pumas are. I know about like which conspiracy Jimmy Dore fell for first. And I didn't even watch his show anymore. Like I'll, 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 is, I actually know the forum. That all the Pumas went to, and it was Democratic Underground. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I remember Democratic <laughs> Underground. Oh wow! That was like, like it was way more awful. Like, that was way more they, awful than something awful. Democrat, yeah, exactly. dude. That's like Democratic Underground is like the inverse Bizarro. Um, it's like four chan for liberals. No, yeah, not exactly. daily. Like I wouldn't say it's four chan. It's like Daily Coast. Yeah, exactly. No, they were sort of like they were the um, daily, like them and Daily Coast was like um, I don't know. I'm thinking of like some like intra left thing now that like doesn't really matter, you know. It's all like, Twitter it's, like, now. It's yeah, exactly. It's all on Twitter. It's like people who like hate current affairs but love Jacobin, you know, like like who like why you know? I mean, or or the other or the other way around, you know. I do remember some uh, some old 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 dipshit like kind of periphery stuff like uh who's that guy mark russell that used to have the have the piano and stuff and sing all those like folksy songs yeah. for old old like boomer conservatives like just people that are like coming out of the dust bowl like it's still around mm-hmm. in the 90s yeah the kind of people that um that that uh rick perlstein writes about <laughs> yeah 
I don't know. I used, to, I used to write blog. I mean, I used to write diaries for Daily Coast. You no way yeah. you did. And oh, I, it, it okay. Like, it was mostly shit like Daily Coast. What the fuck is this place? Oh my god! So like, this what we need trash. to do? What we need to do now? And like, this is not optional. Our our on the Patreon, we need to do like a review of like these diaries about Daily Coast that Robert wrote in two thousand and eight. Seriously, it was forever ago. I used to have like the lifetime membership that like the diaries went to the top. Scriptus, yeah. Oh my god, dude. I mean, I'll do Daily it by myself if nobody will join me. But I think Robert should be there for context. I don't even know what my username was anymore. It's bullshit. But uh, yeah, it sucked. So it's probably something ridiculous. Probably this. That sounds like a little bit of damage control on Robert's part. Yeah. It's like walk without rhythm. Okay. Six four two eight. <laughs> I'm just vibing over here. Sixty nine four twenty. Yep. Was this before or after the Marines? After, obviously. Yeah, Robert has got quite a history. Like, Ro- Robert has got, like, one of the best stories of anybody. Daily Coast. Fucking Marcos. Marcos Melitsis. God, that dude is so terrible. I actually went... So, so I, I, I think I'm, roses off. I actually went to uh, uh, Netroots Nation when they came here, like, two years ago. Really? They, yeah, because it was in New Orleans, and when we got free Are tickets. Like key of, uh, parties, but it was all, like, Prius keys? No. That's the only joke oh, I no. can think of. Sorry. I, I, I'll put it like this. They had some pretty good panels. Wow. They had some interesting stuff. They actually had some teachers come in from, like, West Virginia. But, like, That's the main I... room of, of, like, the convention center... Uh, was just a whole shitload of vendors just trying to sell you yeah. the newest app for how to do the organizing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh if, my god! If, if only Democrats would use this app, then we would get rid of the filibuster. You know, like that kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah. yeah. I mean, like, like, like AOC was just like freshly elected when this happened, and like oh, she spoke wow. at that, and we got to see her, and oh, I got to meet some much more. Re- than I no, 2018. Okay. I'm talking like 2018. I'm talking two years ago. See, uh, I met sorry, like. Sorry, Jeff. I don't remember where, where Netroots Nation. No, I, I thought I said year. it. I thought I said the year. This is like last year. This is like after. Okay, like I went with. Yeah. Like like me and some DSA friends like got free. We got we got in for free. We didn't pay a nickel, by the way. Oh my and, god, DSA and Socialist Alternative and like I don't know it was whatever random like anarchist affinity group. If y'all could get together, just like occupy the next ne- Dude, nation, there were a lot. That would be that would be at least funny. There were a lot of it would be effective, but it would be very funny. Well, there were a lot of union like, people there, and there were a lot of really like like actual lefty types there. There were also okay. a lot of charlatans there. Obviously, yeah. I mean, like that's yeah. where, that's like catnip for charlatans. But there were there was there was like real people from like Unite Here and AFT and a lot of the like a lot of the badass unions that exist uh, around here. Um, but but it, but also at the same time, you know, there's just uh, there's just this sort of like uh, really like like the the grifter vibe, like I was saying before, the 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 you know, there was a fucking pool table and a ping pong table and all this other stuff. Like it was it was almost like it was a uh, like somewhere you would go to work or whatever, yeah. and um, they would like try and have like beer on. on yeah, exactly. exactly. And I mean, it, it like had this like. Yeah, it had this exact like this like 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 this perfect like it is it probably actually the best encapsulation of like the mainstream left from 2018. <laughs> like yeah. like this complete hodgepodge of bullshit. 
you know I mean, what's gonna save us what's gonna save us uh in the future of 2020 when we have an election it's gonna be big tech yeah right? there was actually a straw poll uh of all the people for who would be who would be the the the, the choice of net roots for who should be the presidential nominee guess who it was just Yang. guess gang no it was not yang Buddha Judge wasn't even in it. Warren. It was Kamala Harris. Kamala, oh, that's interesting. And she won by a lot. Like she was like Man. the the mainstream well, person. She had a lot of she had a lot of hype. Yeah, a lot of hype. I mean, I would. And then she had the worst campaign possible. Oh, that, you would have uh, asked me. I'd unbelievable. I would say Cory Booker. Incredible. Uh, Cory Booker actually. Oh, oh my God! I gotta find the picture. But there was almost like somebody tricked him into like taking a picture while they were holding up like a free Palestine sign or something like that. That's <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> considering some of his his biggest donors. Yeah. Oh my God. In Jersey. Unbelievable. So like it, like it had this it, like it it it, sh- it was actually and and this is why I'm kind of glad and actually I, I I briefly met Sam Cedar at that and Dave Weigel. Uh, they were actually oh. talking for hours outside was of One Eye Jack. Mustached Weigel or just? No, oh, it was Mustache Weigel. I love you, Dave Weigel. You're a great. Story. It was Mustache Weigel. Right. Weigel, I come on the show. I I've talked about this on my show multiple mm-hmm. times, but I love his book about Prague so much. I like Dave, totally. Dave's great, man. Yeah, sorry, totally. <laughs> but anyway, it, it it sort of like showed like it was like all of the. All of like the interesting, like, um, sort of like, actually, they had labor there. They had a lot of like the, the people that tricked this fucking Cory Booker to take a picture with like Free Palestine. They had a lot of union folks there. AOC was there, so like there was a lot of like actual energy, but there was also this sort of like looming grifter like yeah. mainstream democrat energy and kamala harris winning the poll of the straw poll so like it was it, it showed like all of the contradictions right there in front of everybody and like you just you just gotta fight the fight the whole time i mean like what else you're gonna do let the fucking like you know maniacs win yeah well, think- yeah totally it's like one of those things that I've been noticing a lot recently and specifically with like the Ted Kennedy or Ted Kennedy. Oh my God. Joe Kennedy. Joe Kennedy. Um, and, and Marky race. Um, you know, it's this idea that like young and hip and cool is like simultaneous. It's, it's synonymous with progressive and that. Right. Who identify as leftists as who identifies progressives are kind of, I, I've seen this said multiple times, like we're just um, distracted by shiny new things. And so it's this idea that, oh, the younger, the cooler. So like Kamala Harris is cool. Like she did a really great job with, uh, you know, doing all the, like, she's great. (laughs) She was a great prosecutor. She asked great questions. Like she's a cool person. Um, I'll be sure to clip that and just play it over and over again. Who is a cool person here? Anti-Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris. Out of all the people running, she was like fifth on my list. I just really hate the um, it's, it's kind of the opposite of what my dad used to say about the Republicans. He used to just be like, "Oh man, they'll just pick the oldest like guy," and they'd be like, "Oh well, you you earned your shot." Like, yeah. you, uh, you, yeah. you have seen if Mike, here, so you, if Mike Huckabee yeah, is like, not the nominee, 100%. I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like that's why Netroots like rang so hollow is mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, 
just because it's cool and hip doesn't mean no. it's like actually well, that's why I, like I guess the, my point here though is that like it wasn't like it wasn't I, I, like it was a good experience in the sense that you get to see these contradictions like laid across one another and watch them have to coexist and I gotta tell you it is not comfortable <laughs> And it shouldn't be comfortable. Like we need it. Like like this is this is an actual contradiction or a set of contradictions that we need to hammer out. And we can't just be like, uh, I'm just not gonna do it or whatever. We need to make sure that we're like fighting for whatever territory that we can get. Um, like like wrest this apparatus away from these fucking charlatans and win. Like that's what I'm seeing. Because there is like like the labor side of it, the AOC side of it, you know, the 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 Palestinian activism side. I still have a pretty sweet shirt uh, that's just basically like, uh, you know, they gave it to me for free for like signing up for a fucking thing, like that was like end all prisons, end all walls, like Palestinian freedom uh, on there. It's like like hell yeah. I want walls to make sure I can stay inside. I like being inside because it's literally. Smoke is coming. We Smoke like is coming weather protection walls, not people protection. Walls. Yeah. Okay. That. I mean. Okay. Good. I, I mean, yeah. It's sure. like you have like a you have like a drywall. You can like punch right through that. Trust me. I, I had enough friends in middle school that used to punch through drywall. <laughs> and yeah, I spent a lot of time at the Jersey so Shore. So fucking pissed, man. I'm so fucking <laughs> angry. And, and then what? You know how much I love you. And then what Shout do we do, punch. Scott? We hang what? that drywall right back up. Oh man. Yeah. yeah it don't even cause much. Yeah, but I mean, it's not. I, I feel like we like dunk on kind of the the faux progressives a lot, but we do. We should also be dunking on. We the, should dunk on them, by the way. But like the, you know, kind of the old school. You know, we can't like the people who dunk on AOC all the time because she's like always on her Instagram stories, as if. Oh yeah. One of the most effective. Who cares? Bringing like leftist ideas in an easy to understand way. It's this idea that like oh things that are flashy are inherently not good like, no, AOC fucking rules man yeah since we're dunking on people Robert I'm sorry but like I really want to dunk on the people that are like we should be more like Republicans we need to do the stuff that they do but like why are you apologizing to Robert for that because Robert is like, I say that shit all the time the, 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 like, in what like, way do we need to be more like Republicans though more aggressive don't apologize Robert I'm fine with being aggressive saying that we needed people to commit or to do community service to become full-fledged citizens be more authoritarian yeah I'm against that I, I'm for the aggressive thing I'm not for the not for the prerequisites for citizenship oh, it's not as shocking <laughs> as you all seem to think anyway I mean, like, oh this this is cool sorry I just looked on Twitter speaking of who we were speaking about before now we know what's been going on with Virgil, Texas. Brianna Joy Gray started a podcast with Virgil, Texas. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. That's I will listen to that. Podcast. We need more podcasts. I know. Okay. Right. I know. The, the left is going to be fine because we have people from other podcasts working together. Okay. But but, yeah. Well, I mean, they're, they're getting the, the Good Morning Comrade. Yeah. Somebody, 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 <laughs> inform, somebody inform Ronald Reagan so we can put it on his list. Okay. Who's uh, Reagan's funny as shit. We need to have him on the show for real. Who's Virgil, Texas? The guy from Chapo. He's a Chapo guy. He's good. That's uh, your that's favorite. Really yeah. Just constantly, like, just go back in time and, like, make sure you get hit in the head a lot and, like, kind of just generally be able to tune things out. Don't that's have great. a job. But, I mean, to be, but, like, you don't have a husband telling you, um, like, tr- tricking you into listening to Come Town. So, like, oh, no. you should so never do that. You well, should he never. Literally, do that he was like, oh, let's listen to this delightful 
clip I found on YouTube of this advice show advice, and it was fucking Comtown, and I was like, <laughs> God damn it! Stop I was driving, so I was like stuck. You should have made up a fancier name like Seaman Metropole. <laughs> no, Stavi solves your problems. Stavros Halkas, Halkas uh, advice show, which I'm buying Stavros's new shirt by the way. He's the man. Mm-hmm. He no, he's a he's a funny guy. I actually have to go. Yeah, we can wrap it up. Uh, so, so I'm sorry if I if I'm no, you're good. Blow. I I'm, oh, I'm 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 the guest. I tend to leave parties early. This brings up the important question of minority heritage. That is hey. Irish. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, well, so hold on. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. The, the Jewish toes. goodbye. Isn't the Jewish goodbye a thing too? Is like the Irish goodbye is the thing where you leave and you just, uh, you, you, just you don't tell anybody. And, and I, from yeah, what I understood, yeah, the, the Jewish goodbye, from what I understood, the Jewish goodbye is like you tell everybody you're leaving and you just stay. Um. You know, I feel like I want to call you out on that, but I'm not sure. So uh, I will where, say where that can is we, the Irish side of me. We're I, not canceling yes. you, but we are pausing our subscription. Yeah, I'm going to call you in. We're bringing in calling in. Back. Okay, I'm just repeating what I heard from another Jewish person. I'm, I'm elevating a voice like of a Jewish person. Cuties Marxist. on Netflix. Anyway, right, where guys. can we find more about your uh, the your show, on Unpopular Front? Um, well, I haven't really been doing a whole lot. <laughs> recently um just kind of on a bit of a break is it because of the fires <laughs> yeah it's because of the fires that ha- happened like a few days ago is why i haven't like put out yeah. a thing in like three weeks but um yeah it's uh go to unpopularfront.com to uh check out my backlog jeff's been on a few times uh i like to do like interviews and stuff and uh i'm gonna try to start doing some more soon um you know like to kind of it's like similar to this this show i sometimes like to do like sort of in-depth interviews with guests and stuff where i try to write down questions and then i end up bumbling like i feel like i have like a bunch of pay uppers that i'm like humana 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 um and uh i like to talk um to kind of about like my experience in my part of the labor market as being like working in child care uh, and you can also follow me on Twitter at Ben Udishen, B-E-N-U-D-A-S-H-E-N. If you can't find that, just search Marxist Manny. It's in my description. So, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Always, always Thanks, great to guys. have you. All right. See you all later. It was nice to meet you on stream, Aaron. Ooh, nice to meet you. Uh, hopefully, if we can ever make it to uh, New Orleans at some point, me and my AI wife really want to go. She used to be a social worker, so I'm sure you would have a lot in common. So, all right, all right, all right, bye, bye, bye. Ben's the best, isn't he? Yay. Yes. He's a big old sweetie. Highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten. Um, yeah. The world is ending. It mm-hmm. is. It really is. Yeah, we're about to see Goosey. I am drinking whiskey with. Peach puree in mm-hmm. it. Uh, that sounds good. You might want to mix it. Fucked up. You might want to mix it clear with uh, some puree. Uh, no. All right, whatever. Thank you for thank you for the suggestion. Why are Apparently you? Apparently in my, in my in Microsoft Flight Simulator, I just uh, just reading online that you can uh, the new one. You can actually fly if you're in California on the West Coast. You can actually fly over the fires. Nice. Because mm. it updates the maps like in real time. So it's just like people are just like, oh shit. Is it true? Is it true that Little St. James is on Microsoft Flight Absolutely. Simulator? Absolutely is. I've flown over it. Absolutely. Is. Oh my god. 
Little St. James? That's, uh, Epstein Island. that's Epstein's Island, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> he had a whole island? Yeah, buddy. Dude. Oh, I'm my God. So you are not, you are not, know. you are yeah, not little... like wrapped up enough into the fucking that's Epstein so lore. I can't Thank imagine you. not knowing the things time, that I know. Yeah, I need to start doing it. I know, right? I mean, Scott, sorry. Uh, Whatever it is, I need to start doing it. I don't even remember, man. My brain <laughs> is just, your life rules, dude. My brain is a sieve. Your life fucking rocks. No, it doesn't. You're like, you're like, um, he's so innocent. Like the, kind of like the third, like the inverse, like the leftist, like 30 year old boomer meme. I mean, I'd love to like, uh, have a job currently, but I mean, I guess it's fine. <laughs> God, you guys know anybody hiring people with like no skills, but like high pay and also like benefits? I know a guy. Uh, no. Because it's like, you know. it's pretty impossible looking for a job right now. Right. Yeah, it really oh, is. We just opened back up to phase three. People are going to be hiring like you wouldn't believe. Uh, New Orleans is not. Yeah, <laughs> the, the place, okay, the place I work. Latoya stood up and said, fuck that. What do you not understand? Phase two. And they're like, yeah, but, well, the governor, she said, phase two. All right, let's lay this whole thing out. So, like, what is going on? What is phase three? What is phase two? And what is going on in New Orleans? All I know is that, uh, of course, the the mayor is doing the wrong thing, which is she's like, uh, hey, people shouldn't be going out. And it's like, yeah, I agree. And he's like, well, how are we going to fix this? And he's like, I don't know. I mean, I have some ideas. And she's like, well, too bad. We're just going to start taking unemployment away from people that are like at <laughs> yeah. big parties. That's bullshit for real. Every, for every one good thing she does, like she's like a she's like a human like digging a ditch and then filling it in with the, the, the dirt that you just dug out. Yeah. yeah. like so, Every somebody, fucking time. Dude. Somebody asked me today if I like the mayor and I was just like, I just was like, like grumble, grumble, grumble. Yeah, exactly. Because like you don't want to do the thing where you're like, like, like you don't want to. It, like there, there is admirable stuff there, and you want to like. It's hard to like parse out like what deserves credit and what doesn't, and it's just too much of a mess to just like you know what, fuck it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like uh, all she really needs to do is shut down the hotels, like, but she'll never do that because we live in the city. I guess. The, the... Well, this is the well, not to. I I'm I'm in the full conspiracy zone of this bullshit with um, yeah we know Robert like going into phase live. going into phase three like where John Bell Edwards is like we're gonna do a phase three but we don't want to talk about that means it's it's so college and high school football can take place oh, yeah oh yeah I mean that's not even a conspiracy that's like uh, reading the that's reading the facts that's like I mean, like making a conclusion based off of the evidence in front of you I mean right. just telling from the news that I I saw after Jeopardy today. Uh, our old pal Coach Salt was on TV doing. Oh my god! Oh my god! His posts have been just—you yeah, kiss I'd your follow. fingers. Oh no! I, I I will never unfollow Coach Salt. Yeah, <laughs> he's been posting about like, oh, only like you know three percent of college campuses are being hospitalized <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, that's not great actually. Yeah, it's still a bad amount. <laughs> like. Yeah, but how many, how many, what percent of college campuses get hospitalized on a random Saturday night for alcohol poisoning? Did you ask yourselves that? Ah, you know what? I mean, I'll, I'll ask the guy whose class I was in uh, for business math for two weeks if uh, what he thinks about that. <laughs> yeah, and please, please get back to me. I'm very yeah. curious. To be honest, like to be like 100% serious for a second, like, Everybody's freaking out because they're like, oh, phase three, everybody's going to die. Like, da 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 da. We're not ready for that here in Louisiana. 
I honestly don't think it's going to matter because people have been doing what they want to do anyway. As long as you just avoid large crowds and avoid super spreader events, I don't see how it's going to make any difference. Especially because the governor doesn't even want to talk about what phase three means. Just like the the mayor here doesn't want to talk about like what phase, what staying in phase two and like mm-hmm. rejecting the governor's orders is going to. No, it's us. just complete lack of no, like lack of actual true. communication. There's no actual meaning to anything, and it just obscures. What, what the actual policy is and what the reality is. So essentially, right. uh, it's just like, here's a Rorschach test. Look at it and do what you think it says, you know? I mean, there is, I mean, there is no policy. Are you kidding? Like, policy is just like whatever somebody screams up really loud and like, they'll just be yeah. like, yeah, sounds like a great idea. Like, that's leadership now. <laughs> like, the dumbest, most belligerent person screaming is just like, yeah, let's listen to them. Are we yeah. still recording? Yes, we whoever, are. Whoever, whoever Coach O is standing behind is the person who gets to dictate what happens in the state. Yeah, we are. Should we wrap it up? Um, I just have some... some. All right, let's wrap it up. That can't be... Wrap it. Yeah, let's go. You can listen to Good Morning Comrade on goodmorningcomrade.com. You can get more information. Uh, you can follow Robert posting his ass off on twitter.com at comrade morning. You can follow me posting my ass off. Not really. I've actually not been posting at all. I've been kind of a good boy, but, uh, the good stuff does come through, uh, at eminent prof Aaron. You can follow her at hug and not bugging getting, yeah. uh, buried and leathered by the entire queen bee, the, uh, the K hive. Not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Two weeks, I was like really attacked a lot by Elon Musk fanboys, and then oh, no. by the K Hive, and I was like, "What did I do to deserve this?" And they called you a gouty what? A gouty gentrifying cow. I was like, "Oh no, that's pretty rude." I was like, "I'm not gentrifying." <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we'll you- talk about a new talk about a new Patreon tier where if uh, yeah, you could find a creative insult for Aaron. <laughs> Yeah, pay no, us for that. Had, no, I am no, 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 no. Please. <laughs> no, if we had, to neg me one time and I was like legitimately extremely upset. I did yeah. not. If we that. if we get a certain amount of followers, I'll get on Twitter. Whoa. Yeah. How many is that? I don't know. We never what if people don't want you on Twitter? We'll worry about it off air. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, uh, you can also get more information about us uh, if you want Scott to get on Twitter uh, when we get to a certain number. Uh, Patreon.com slash good morning comrade give us some money we want to make this show viable uh we got some bills we need to pay so uh anyway anything else before we go remember uh happy september 11th you guys remember all buildings matter so uh, uh yeah, yeah uh, also watch perry mason on hbo it's pretty good yeah fuck yeah very good show all right also shout out to my very good friend lauren who is a listener um we became friends on september 11th 2001 um, so um, is our anniversary. I remember. So, I remember. Little, happy friend anniversary. Little, little uh, flashback to September 11th when I was in Catholic school, and this girl told us very excited that it was her birthday, <laughs> and it like didn't really work out for uh, the rest of the day. So if, you, if you're listening, the person who that happened to, we're thinking about you. Happy birthday. Lots and prayers. Yeah. All right, everybody. Love you. Bye. Hola, 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 hola,